Welcome to the Fed Heads, a weekly podcast from Grant Thornton Public Sector. Join the Fed Heads, Robert Shea and Francis Rose, each week to talk about the arcana of government management and the people who are working hard every day to improve it. Welcome to episode 188 of Fed Heads. I'm Francis Rose. And I'm Robert Shea. You at and your colleagues at Grant Thornton do something that I think is pretty cool. And you have a, a series of charities and uh, foundations that you work with to just raise awareness of the work that they're doing and encourage your team members and others to support the work that different organizations are doing. You told me the name of it. I don't remember it. I'm not just saying that for the show. I don't remember it. Um, Tell me what the name of it is and why that's something that's important, how you go about finding these organizations, Robert. So that's why I'm here. We have a program called Purple Paladin. Mm. And, you know, there are large, uh, almost corporate uh, charities that we could support and do. But this program is designed to find diamonds in the rough. Those that are smaller may not have gotten the attention that we think they deserve. We do a lot of research, including asking our people to nominate organizations that we think are worthy of of uh, raising, helping raise their profile, but also helping um, collect resources so that we can expand their reach. Uh, and today we're talking to James Ferguson with the Warrior Re- Reunion Foundation, one of our most recent Purple Paladins. James is founder and CEO of the Warrior Reunion Foundation. James, welcome. Thanks for coming on the program. What's your organization's mission And what pushed you to want to build this organization to drive that mission? Welcome, James. Thanks for having me. I really uh, appreciate the opportunity and and, uh, the support from from the Purple Paladin program uh, has been fantastic. Um, So in a nutshell, um, what we do is we provide reunions to reconnect units of of military veterans who deployed overseas to combat together. And um, we find that the best way to challenge stigma is through shared experience. Get those units back together for real peer support with um, a connection back to the folks who were to your left and your right during that most formative experience of your life in most cases, uh, and then present them with actionable resources to support the unique needs that um, are, are relevant to our community. Um, and, and But the biggest thing is just making sure they remember that no matter where you are in life after you take off that uniform, um, you're still part of your unit family, and you still have an obligation to, to protect and um, take care of the ones to your left and right, and also to continue serving um, in a new way in, in the country. Um, and really, it, it, it kind of happened by accident. I, I had the privilege of leading a, a group of Marines into combat in Afghanistan in 2010. Um, loved every single one of them, just amazing young men. Um, and, and that's not to say there aren't a ton of amazing young uh, women who do the same thing, but in, in a ground combat arms unit at that time, we only had men. Um, and uh, I just wanted to see my guys again. We, we got home, uh, and within six weeks, it was kind of to the winds, uh, people leaving for new orders or, or leaving active duty. And we never had that chance to process the experience together in the way that I thought we needed. Uh, and so five years later, uh, I and a couple of my, my squad leaders, NCOs planned a reunion for the unit. And, um, we knew it'd be a great time, but the experience was so meaningful from a, a healing perspective for us, for me, that after that, um, we realized, hey, there, there's a real need here. This is this is special, and other units need this too. And so we we 
set about forming an organization to, to meet that need. And it's different, so, isn't it, that uh, you are back with the people, the exact people with which you served, not just some people who served, isn't it, James? That's the huge differentiator. I mean, uh, my wife dragged me kicking and screaming to some, some counseling, um, and, and God bless her for that, because it opened me up to the idea that I needed help. And this isn't to say anything about the, this works for some folks, um, but, you know, sitting in, in group therapy sessions with folks who you respect what they've done, but they weren't where I was. Um, they didn't, they don't know what it sounds like when an IED goes off in Sharps Alley in Kajaki, Afghanistan. Uh, they don't know what it was like when our, when our outpost got mortared, uh, and, and we had to, um, kind of scramble to, to address that. And, um, they don't know what it was like to walk out the wire every day and walk across the Tangy bridge. And, and I mean, daily contact with the enemy, it's just different. And so when you have those folks who were there with you, you can talk about things that you can't talk about with anybody else. And we need to talk about those things. Some concepts you shared, love and protection, and those, those concepts being sustained after you leave combat and the, the, sort of the unfathomable uh, courage it took to put yourself at that risk. You've, you've shared it already that it's not something that people who haven't been in that situation share, but, but is it, you know, how do you nurture that? How, how, how do you get people who want to leave all that behind to re-engage? Peer pressure. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, once you, once you get the squad leaders, so that some people have closed that chapter and they don't want to open it up again. And I don't think you should force anybody to do that. I mean, there are members of each unit. We've, we've done 28 reunions to date. We've supported 28 reunions over four years, two of which were for my unit. And, um, you know, we, you can't force people to come and, and some people it's probably better that they don't, but the people that are, are hesitant are probably the ones that need to be there the most. And when you have that personal outreach from their squad leader, or from their, whoever their mentor was in the unit that calls them and says, Hey, you need to be here, not just for you, but because you made a difference to the guys around you and they need to see you. They need to see that you're okay. It makes a difference. And, um, we have, we have great engagement. Uh, you know, my, my unit, uh, we had about 120 Marines on our deployment. And, uh, at that first reunion that kind of started all this, we had 83 show up as well as our gold star families, families of, of those who were killed, uh, during our deployment. Um, so, and that's a really big part of what we do too, is, is inviting the gold star families where it's applicable to every reunion and, uh, and making sure they have the opportunity to kind of complete the picture of who their son, daughter, husband, sister, uh, was dad. Um, and that's a really powerful aspect of it. Are there, I don't want you to overshare, but are there specific outcomes or benefits that you've seen from your work? We do do post-reunion surveys um, and, and the quantitative uh, information is pretty compelling. Um, we ask, we're not, we're not trying to over-clinicalize this. That's not what this is about. Um, but we ask a series of, of basic questions, you know, five, five or six questions. How likely were you to reach out to a unit, a, a member of your unit when you were having a tough time before the reunion? versus after the figure almost doubles that one to me is, is the essence of what we're doing. Um, how long has it been since you've been with more than one other member of the unit in the same place is another one. And for most it was, is greater than three years. And, and in many cases longer than that, that's another one just from a social isolation perspective. But to me, 
it's the stories, it's the things you see at each one. And I, I have a great team that, that runs the day-to-day ops, um, all combat vets as well, because they understand the need. Um, but I try to get to as many of the reunions as I can. And, and at each one, you see the things happening that are like, man, we have to keep doing this because <laughs> fundraising is a pain in the butt. And I never uh, <laughs> wanted, wanted to get into that business, but um, obviously you need funds to be able to keep doing, you know, executing the mission. But you're there and you see it, you know, seeing the, I remember uh, one unit in a last year where um, the first night we're around the bonfire, everybody's reconnecting. Um, and I see off to the side, one of the gold star moms and one of the young members of the unit talking. And it, and it looks like a pretty emotional conversation. And I just always have my antenna up to make sure that you know if somebody needs help, we have the ability to get it for them. And I pulled over one of the senior members of the unit and said, Hey, what's going on there? Like, do, do we need to help them out? He said, no, 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 they're, they're great. He, the, the, the member of the unit, he was driving the vehicle her son was killed in and they've never met before. Hmm. And they're just talking, they're talking it out. Um, and seeing that, and then seeing at the end of the weekend, them hugging goodbye and, and talking about when he's going to come visit their home and, and all that stuff you see those things happen and you're like, man, this is, there's something special here and we, we've got to keep this going. What is the infrastructure that you provide that has to exist in order to keep these things happening in, in order to bring new units into the fold, James? Yeah, we, we run a really lean organization. I'm a Marine um, and, and my staff are, are Marines as well. We, we support all branches of service, but those are just, you know, the, the guys that I knew and trusted with this, this sacred mission. Um, and uh, so we run pretty lean, but I have two full-time staff members who do all of the mission execution. And we have a, a planning process where e- units will fill out an application. And, and our, our charge to everybody, what we tell them right up front is, we will work as hard as you do to make your reunion a success. No more, no less. You have to have skin in the game. This is not a handout. You're going to do the work, but we're going to take you through every step of the process required to make it a flawlessly executed reunion that everybody remembers for the rest of their lives. No two reunions are alike. Um, we do have some, some pillars um, that we base each reunion around, and those are service, wellness, and camaraderie. So every reunion does some sort of community service project um, in the local community where the reunion is being held. Every, union, every reunion has a wellness briefing where we bring in partners who have um, great resources to offer um, from a mental health support perspective, employment, financial readiness, you know, whatever we've talked to the units, Hey, what do you guys need? What do you want to learn about? And we'll find the, the experts to come in and talk to you about that. Um, and then camaraderie is, is all the fun stuff. I mean, the only limitation is, you know, we're not going to be able to plan a, a snow skiing trip in Atlanta, Georgia, but um, the only limitation is where you're reading and tapping. And, and um, a lot of times we'll do skeet shooting competitions. We'll do rafting, fishing, charters, hikes, I mean, it's a lot of outdoors type stuff, getting the unit back in the, in the dirt and dust again, and um, a little spirit of competition usually as well. So what's next? How, what, how do you build on the success you've had? Our goal is never to become a huge organization. We do one thing. We do it really well. We don't want to do more than reunions because um, there's so many other great veteran service organizations out there that have already met those needs. We're really good at reunions and we want to just keep doing that. And so um, our, our view is, is success at scale is, is probably somewhere between um, 15 to 20 reunions a year 
flawlessly executed, reconnecting anywhere between one to 2,000 combat vets and Gold Star family members annually. And we just keep it going. And, and I think for me, I think the, the next big opportunity beyond just continuing to get the word out about who we are and to make sure that units know that they can, they can come to us and, and that we can provide this support to them um, is finding those partners who can really add that, hey, here's a great service um, that's available to you that you may not know about or you might know about it theoretically, but you don't know how to access it. Like, I'm here. Here's here's the information. Call me. I can get you. I can get you in in the system or whatever. Um, so I think that's th- those are the two things. Is just continuing to refine our approach and making sure that we have units in the shoot, which which we do um, to keep the mission going. And then also having those partners out there uh, and host locations. I mean, that's one of the biggest cost drivers for us. We we are location agnostic. We don't have a home base intentionally because we don't want to spend a bunch of money on some retreat property when there's plenty of great retreat properties out there. Uh, so we've, we've been blessed to find a few, um, that have an affinity for what we're doing and, 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 um, you know, it's not free, but, but they help us out. Um, but we, we try to do it wherever the unit wants to have their reunion. And so having that network of, of locations that we can work with on a recurring basis really helps. You mentioned partners, our audience is focused on the federal government. Any interaction with the government that you can reflect on? There's been a few um, conversations with the VA on and off over the course of, of a few years. Um, I think the challenge there is the VA is great in, in a lot of ways, but they're, they're also still fighting back from some of the challenges that they experienced uh, several years ago from a, from a brand image perspective with the veteran community. So if it's, if it's too VA front and center, you will have a lot of people disengage. And that's something that we are working hard to address. And, and, and by having in a lot of cases, um, VSOs who, who have, um, folks who are qualified to help you get VA benefits come out and get veterans enrolled in the VA, because regardless of what you think about the VA right now, getting enrolled is, is, is smart. It's a, it's the right thing to do. Cause if you have health issues down the road, you want to have that in your back pocket um, just in case. Um, so that's one. Um, the, the most, most of the support has come from great, you know, the Gary Sinise Foundation has been extremely supportive. They're a great organization. Uh, the Robert Irvine Foundation, Grant Thornton, I mean, has that, the, the Purple Paladin thing has been totally transformative for us. Um, and, and they have, um, they've really set us up with a lot of runway uh, over the course of this next year to, to build on what we've, we've um, started. And, and I'm really excited about continuing that partnership. James, you made it wisely, very easy to find the donate button at warrior reunion foundation.org. <laughs> Nicely. Dad looks like a bunch of Marines did that. Let's make it really obvious for people to find. <laughs> so well done there. Uh, it's delightful to learn about your organization and have you come on, talk about the work that you're doing. And I wish you just nothing but the best and the best of luck to you. Thank you for that. I really appreciate it. Thanks for listening to The Fed Heads, brought to you by Grant Thornton Public Sector. All of the resources talked about during the episode are available in the episode description. We'd love to hear from you. Connect with us on Twitter at GT Public Sector to join the conversation. And don't forget to leave us a comment or review on iTunes or the Google Play Store. Mm-hmm.